0: at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. GPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV Damper. With better control and handling with an upgraded vein and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talk's hey. Austin Turner, works
1: number seven. Wow, how you doing buddy? I'm doing pretty well. Just been uh, surviving the cold at home and getting ready for this season. Well, what, you got your suntan out and your shorts and everything? Because it's got to be cool, warmer air than it is there. Barely. <laughs> with the
0: wind, it's not warmer
1: air. <laughs> wow, wow.
0: <laughs> so I see that your machine has a facelift that looks yeah. totally different, and you were running number seven.
1: Yeah. I had a, kind of last minute, last year, I decided to switch up my number, and I wasn't sure what number I was going to go with. And I was talking to my team manager, for level four, Brandon, and he's like, you should run your number seven. Like that'd be pretty mm-hmm. cool. Plus, seven's a cool number. And I just needed to switch. I could run 85 for nine years and thought it was time for something new.
0: Well, were you out there in practice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, yesterday th- and today. What did you think of the difference between last year, well, six months to six weeks ago, yeah. and, and, and now? Uh, the jumpster built
1: a lot better on the motor track. And the course is um, it's a lot different because we're on doing a short course and we're not do any pro bits or anything on the asphalt. So it's just like a bunch of turns. Yeah, pretty yeah, fun, right. pretty flowing, pretty fast. What do you think of the rock sections? Yeah. It's not bad. I'm glad we're going down. <laughs> <laughs> going up, you break a lot more stuff. <laughs> right, right. A lot of lines are just nice. Because When we got there the first lot on grads today, there was a few people stuck. Plenty of lines to take, which is good. That's awesome. I don't like when you know, one person can hold up the whole race in one of those
0: sections. Well, give me a little more insight on your program. I, I, I talked to you briefly when we were here in November, and you were unsure about what your future held, but here you are, number seven, with a new-looking bike. What,
1: what what changed in your program? Um, not much. I just always struggled with the financial side of this and affording everything, so you know, this year is not going to be a full season of racing works. So I'm going to do a bunch of that local stuff to save some money, so I can come back next year and try and do a full season. And try and do better. And, you know, getting training, training hard this year. So I'm just trying to kind of balance all that out with what I can afford to do and keep my running It's all about the money, isn't it? A lot of it is. Yeah. <laughs> are you Are you having a good time? Yeah. And and this is your second full pro, pro season, or your third. The third. Both of the last years, I missed a racer too. So it's my third year racing pro, but I haven't actually done a full season of pro yet. (laughs) Wow. You need to get that worked out, brother. Yeah. (laughs) With how I've been um, struggling just kind of fitness and stuff, I haven't been trying to hit them all up because it's a lot of money and I figure I should take the time to work on all the fitness and get everything like
2: What are some of the things that
1: you do to get ready for – a, a works race. As in just like in general? Yep. There's just a lot of preparation in the quad. How about um, physics? I'll usually just uh, kind of tone down the training a little bit. That's like two weeks before, not trained so hard to try to recover and not overdo it coming after the race. And then I usually don't end up having much time to train. Um, race week, getting ready, getting everything prepared. Do you do a lot of mountain bike stuff up there? I do a bit. Yeah, in the summer. We can't ride right now. But But you don't have snow mountain bikes? Not really. Well, the problem is we don't really get enough snow, and it's not cold enough all the time for it to not be muddy. So (laughs) it'll melt in the day, and we have this adobe clay there to where, like, it gets wet enough and you, you step in it and you pick up two inches of on your boot in one step. So you can't ride it <laughs> <laughs> So you wanted it to be colder and snow, yeah. but you could. Yeah, because I can ride my quad if there's a couple inches of snow even when it's cold. Right. So you just kind of dig it off the track after a few laps. And <laughs> right, because then the ground's frozen or, yeah. or harder, so it's not I'm assuming, but. Yeah, I've been out there riding when it starts to get sunny while I'm out there within like 10 minutes because. You dig know, the snow in and the ground's dark colored and absorbs the heat. It starts to melt where the track is only. And only the track is completely muddy. Wow. <laughs> so, how long have you been based in Colorado? <laughs> uh, most of my life. Uh, my parents moved to Colorado when I was two. And we were in Boulder for most months. And then we moved to the western slope five years ago. So I'm sure you're a
2: skier in a snowboard? I used to before I got into the quads. Changes <laughs> changed your life, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a big commitment, it is. And, uh, yeah, I, was, I really didn't know what was going Exactly.
1: You do any 2 or stuff? Yeah, I ride dirt bikes <laughs> and I do trail running on bikes and stuff and some more races here and there. Because your dad's pretty fluent on that actually. Yeah, he used to race a lot. He a pro in the 70s and won some championships. in Canada. Uh, yeah, right. and then he got back into racing third bikes when I got new quads like a lot of years ago because he had got me a third bike originally but like we had this little utility pod we got for free and I five quads for free fun. I wanted another quad even on those bikes so I saved up my money and bought that Honda 450 and race you know, all three years right. when I knew you and everything right. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so so <laughs> What do you think it's gonna be like out there tomorrow? It's to gonna be fast. I mean, there doesn't look like a whole ton of crowd showed up, but everyone that's here is fast. <laughs> it's gonna be a competitive race. Um there were uh eight or nine that I counted yeah. at practice. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else will come. I mean that's still a smaller turnout compared to a lot of the races last year, but it's all Easy. the fast guys there. Yeah, everybody here everybody here has the potential to do really well. Yeah, I mean I was probably Five or six guys that you get for That's awesome. Well, awesome. Thank you for spending some time with us here uh, on ATV Talk. Uh, I hope that uh, uh, we'll be in touch and maybe we can get a, you know, sit down with us and we can do a full interview. Yeah, maybe one
0: day. Hey, I was out walking around and, and unbeknownst to me, this, this stranger guy that races quads that isn't racy quads, Roman Huff, <laughs> that what's up, yeah. brother?
1: Oh yeah, what's going on, Lenny? How you doing, man? Oh dude, it's awesome to see you. I'm so glad you're here. Oh hell. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. Well dude, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a works race without you. I don't know about that. I'm sure it would still go on. <laughs> it's it's cool, still yeah. Go. yeah. You it's gotta, all good. Gotta have and, you here. Gotta have you. <laughs> yeah, it's stuck to be here, you know, for fast and all that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good uh, good to be here. So oh, right.
0: excellent. Well thank you for sitting down with me. Uh, have you got to talk to anybody that's been out on the track yet?
1: Yeah, talked to a few people. Didn't really talk to them about the track, but oh, yeah, kind of, I kind of did, but you know, just briefly. But yeah, sounded high speed and sounded choppy and sounded like good old good old prim, yeah, valley. Prim <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good though. So how's sound, that? Sound good. How's your recovery going? uh It's going good. uh Yeah, just uh, basically doing PT every day and. uh yeah, I kind of haven't really been just been walking around the races today, so not really too good on today, but uh, three times a day and you know, just pretty much just hammering that thing. So, uh, got like a lot of range of motion, and I'll be doing some uh, uh band workouts next week and then putting some strength in this thing. And It's it's pretty
0: bony right now. Uh, yeah, my, I was talking to my buddy about
1: uh, him getting his shoulders down and all that, and he's like, Yeah, man, don't get. They'll get weak for sure, so I'm gonna put some strength to it. No, February first, we'll probably get back on the quad in like April. You know, just maybe ride some flat stuff, got to do some ballpark. steering, steer the thing. I really don't want to like make any mistakes with the recovery, so I'll take my time. I'll put the day off. You know? right. Understood. And you told me that, in when I talked to you uh, earlier this year about not wanting to, you know, damage yourself by, you know, coming back too soon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to come back too soon, you know. I don't know. I mean, some guys do it that way. Like, I don't know. That's just not the way I want to do it. Kind of want to be here for a long term, you know. You got got some living legends, you know, out here that we that we all look up to. That you know, they're I mean, they're definitely a little, well, Yeah, you know, they're getting, they're getting older, and you know, we got us. You know, I think there's, you know, if I take care of myself, it'll last. So, right. Yeah. Well, you're not very old, are you? I'm 26, but he younger, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, Bo's uh, just barely too old. He's not really too old, though. I mean, he's proving that, he's proving that you know? No, I was going to say, just it's barely awesome. out of the range to be your dad. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just barely out of the range. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, Bo, it's hilarious. Uh, what do you think? You know, because you got to watch Bo when you were an amateur. Yeah, what do you think when you line up next to him? Sometimes, well, yeah, big fan for sure. I'm still a big fan, huge fan of the guy for sure. Uh, Brad, dude, I've been working with him a lot lately, so uh, just kind of in every yeah, just any way that we can, you know, work together and kind of help each other as of racers in the world. You know, so I mean, it's cool. Yeah, he's uh, a yeah, he's a good dude. And yeah, not only is yeah, he's it's rad for sure. The relationship I've got with Bo. Uh like we've you know, I was a huge fan coming into it, seeing him like he was the animal like in twenty thirteen. Like when I was first getting into racing, I'm like, all right, like that guy's gnarly. Like he's the one with the number one play, like I was sick. So looked up to him ever since and then now I line up against him. You know, he started getting familiar with me and I raced him probably in class and stuff like that too. So but now we work together. You know, over a fa- or like I worked with him over a fast, you know, uh, yeah, with the flex handle bars and yeah, I just get a pilot with that. I ride with them and yeah, race with them and yeah, I've been going on shoots and stuff. So like, oh, was just cool stuff. You know, we work together and he's, we're good friends now too. Yeah. And he's always willing to help. Yeah. Always willing to help too. Yeah. He'll help. Yeah. Anybody, whether you are his friend or not, you know, I mean, right. yeah, you're, yeah, you're always a, always a fellow, you know, racer for sure. Yeah, putting them out
2: there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: hit Bo up if you need anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I mean by that is he doesn't care that you line up next to him in the pro class. If you need something, he's going to help you. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I like because I've seen other pro riders come over and go, hey, what about this? What about that? And him take the time with him and, and give him some of that experience that he has. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, you kind of want to. Yeah, you want to help everybody out. You know, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, kind of goes around, comes around. You know, that's always a always a thing. But yeah, I don't know. What those right. It's all. It's all good. Any yeah. predictions for the for tomorrow? Uh man, yeah, I don't know. Where was uh Where was Mike Sloan? Was he out there uh, in I I heard oh, that he's okay. possibly gonna be late, but I don't oh, know. No, he may not right. show. Gotcha. Oh. All right. Well, yeah, I think he get he's faster, you know. Like, he, yeah, if he's out there, I think he could definitely like if he gets out front in the beginning and gets fresh air, he probably get it. Oh, this is where he clinched an 18. He clinched championship here, you know. He was like, "All right, this is what I need to do today: just win this race." You know, and he did that. That was pretty gnarly. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Bo Bo probably you know do his thing and you know probably but. Just friggin' be ripping and get it done. Uh or you know, you got Travis David too, I'm sure he's gonna be he's gonna be right there as well, you know, if those two make a mistake or if any of them make a mistake. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm well, sure he'll be on the box. I don't know. The best well, thing about Travis is he doesn't gotta drive his motorcycle for two hours. That's <laughs> where he gets <laughs> to race the quad. That's a big deal for sure. But yeah, last time he was smoked when he got on the quad. That was like, Yeah, he's already on the track for two hours. When he was on the three and a half hours that
2: day. <laughs> right.
1: So that's a hard day.
2: And still pulled <laughs> off a two. Yeah, he
1: did. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. He did well. Yeah, Yeah. I mean. awesome. He said, yeah. he told me afterwards, he was yeah, you know, I wanted to ride with Bow so bad, and I wanted to sing with him, but I, I knew after the second lap, I was already starting to get tired of <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, well, hey, dude, I, thought, I mean, one of those things you're out there for so long, I don't want to get sketchy out there, you know. Right. I got to get it into the finish as right. well, oh, you know. So, uh, like, I look, yeah, that looked gnarly. It's exhausting. So, anything new coming up for Logan, other than you know, yeah. just your recovery and, and, and looking to get back into racing, hopefully sometime this year. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just kind of like I'm definitely going to be getting back into racing this year for sure. Yeah, as soon as I can. Definitely as soon as I can. But I don't
2: want to rush it. You know,
1: like yeah, I want to take care of my body, make sure it's strong. And right now, the shoulder feels pretty stout. Like, um. Yeah, it feels really stout. Like, I was able to actually, uh, yeah, the other night, slept on this thing. I woke up and I was like, oh, it's like, that's cool. I, mean, I sleep on this thing. It doesn't even bother me. So, yeah, it's styled. Yeah, doing, yeah, uh, it's awesome. Uh, so, I don't know about new, but yeah, just where are you at? I don't know about new. Yeah, we're doing our thing. Yeah, just, yeah, steady hustling the race life, though. So, yeah, that's what it's all about, even though we're not racing, but yeah. <laughs> I'll be back.
0: <laughs> but hey, Logan, thank you for taking some time with me here. I, I know it's not the normal, but I always enjoy sitting down and
1: talking with you because you're 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 actually one of my favorites to talk to because you always bring a very entertaining entertaining conversation. Oh, dude. yeah. Stop to be here. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. me, lady. Yeah, cool. All right. Thanks so much. All right, see you, Jacob Stevens. How are you, buddy? Thanks for stopping by. I'm oh, good. How are you? Oh, great, great. How was your New Year? It was good. It was good. Yeah, I actually went home, back to PA for the week, and uh, spent some time with family and friends, and had some fun So, But this is your home, though. Oh, my old home. <laughs> my, my old home from the new home, yeah. So I went back to PA for the week, and just got to see everybody. It was good. Excellent. So how are you in Arizona so far? It's good, actually. I really enjoy it. The weather is amazing. The area we live in, I love. It's, it's nice. Excellent. Nice change. Yeah, it's a good change. So, last year, just six weeks ago, when you were here, the round ten works uh things didn't go the way you had planned. Uh, what was practice like for you, and what are you expecting in the race tomorrow? uh practice was really good. I felt really good the bike. um a little tight the cold's kind of something to get used to um wasn't really something I was expecting.' getting out know, less <laughs> but um. Yeah, I got a little tight, but um, I felt really good speed-wise. I think I know where I need to be for pace um, to be on the podium tomorrow. Um, Yeah, I feel really good. The track's really good. Uh, Not too rough, but super fast, super choppy in some areas. Kind of have to be on your toes when you're you're wide open. And um, Yeah, tomorrow's just going to be about consistency and uh, making sure I'm hitting my marks and keeping all four tires down. Did you get to ride with anybody today to to, to, to maybe do some speed comparisons? Um, yeah, I rode with Bo a little bit towards the end. Um, I don't know how fast he was really trying to go, but um, I was trying to just keep up with him and just try to see what kind of things he does differently than I do. Um, but I felt like I kept you know right there with him, and um, I wasn't right on top of him, but I was you know a little bit far back. But I got a good pace of of him, so hopefully, if I could just stick to my that's in my head, I think you know, on I know that uh round ten you had some some issues from from trying some different setup things. Have you went back to what you were running at Glen Helen, which was round nine? Uh and how is that working for you here in the with those differences? Uh yeah, I did go back. Um we tried a different carrying we went up a tooth in the front and in the rear at the last prim race. Um, so we went back to stock gearing and we got my clutch all handled. I had a clutch issue at, at the last race and, um, we got a full set setup in there, uh, hard springs, everything should be you know, brand new, should be good to go. So, um, definitely just went back to what we were running. It was a lot better. I feel like my speed is a little bit faster from, um, when I had that taller gearing on, I felt like I just, I just didn't feel the same as I usually do. So my speed feels really good this weekend and, uh, Hopefully, we just keep it there. Anything else go on new for your package from 21 to 22? Um, I will be running GBC tires. Um, Not this round, because we not get any time. But I'm switching to GBC tires and Gold Speed wheels running um, your guys' 30 aces bumper. And um, I think that's about it. Everything else did the same. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, What uh, what do you see so far in the year? I know you got a feel for the lineup. Yes, I know you've seen the pros that were here. What are you thinking so far of the uh, the group of guys that are lined up? It's a good group of guys. Uh, Everybody's going to be fast. Everybody's going to be on it. I think uh, Travis Damon's going to be good. He's going to be really fast. Alex Ortiz, he's a rookie here, um, first
2: pro race, so excited to so see how he does and, and how he handles himself. And um, I didn't see Sloan today. Like Swann, so I'm not sure if he's going to be here or not. Um, kind of hope he is. He's always good,
1: good somebody to race with. But, um, I don't want stuff given to me, and I don't want to earn a podium position instead of. You know, Some guy not showing up and you're, you're getting there coincidentally. So um, the field's pretty stacked. I looked good. Um, yeah, everybody looked really good today, so
2: it should be fun I'm Excited. I think it's going to be great.
1: I really want you guys to get out there and mix it up. Do you believe that your motocross experience gives you an advantage or a disadvantage in works? Uh, I would say a little bit of both. Um, sometimes I can't really contain myself out in the desert when I should take a step back and relax and take a breath. Um, my mind's kind of one-dimensional, you know, and I feel like I should just be going, going, going all the time. So uh, that's something I need to learn um, to kind of take a step back. Um, you know, and Me and you have talked about the clutch issue. You know, I'm all over the clutch. That's how I was in motocross, and I'm going from racing 20-minute motos. It's no
2: big deal to be all over your clutch because you can just put a new one in for the next one. <laughs> uh, we got an hour and a half here, so
1: I'll lay off the clutch a little bit. Um, the only thing that I do notice that really translates well into motocross is just kind of how flowy and high-speed the tracks are. I feel like um, my style and, and how I ride really translates into the you know track well. Um, I don't feel like it's very different than a motocross track. It's kind of just like a giant turn track without jumps. So um, I feel like, it translates well, but some things I just need to take to as it is and be mindful of. Did you have any conversations with, with
2: Doug Roll about uh, changing up the suspension of the bike at all? Um, not before this round.
1: Um, we talked about it at the last round, and um, we got the bike pretty dialed here from last time, so I figured it would be all right for you know, this this come around, and the track's pretty... Pretty much the same. The you only know, difference is the dirt bikes. We're not, you know, we're not the dirt bikes on the track, so the ruts are kind of developing different, and, and uh, everything's a little bit different, and everything's a little bit stiffer because of of the weather. So, um, but yeah, I haven't talked to him much now. I know his, uh, his dad's not doing well, so I um, hope everything's all right there, and hopefully he can uh, make it out to a couple more races and, and we can you know, discuss suspension. I was told that uh, Warren is at home resting and, and, and doing pretty well. Uh, that's Mr. Roll, that's Doug's dad. Uh, and uh, we're all wishing that uh, everything goes good for for them and, and Warren makes a quick recovery. Because uh, believe it or not, Warren does a lot of work on putting the arms together and everything. And that's why some of the products is the quality that it is because Mr. Mr. Roll is such a high quality. Yeah, I mean, his stuff is very high quality, and um, you know, Doug is very professional, and yeah, he is the one of the smartestest smartest in this industry. So yeah, I think I think he's brilliant. He's, he is really, brilliant. He's yeah. So I mean, I'm also, uh, you know, I'm also limited on some of the information because I've spent so much time with just Doug Roll yeah. being the guy. So, so yeah, there's a lot of people out out east that. Um, I don't really even know about Doug, and you know, he made his way into the Nationals, I'm sure earlier than, than Joel Hedrick, but he kind of really made a big name for himself in the HQ Nationals, and in my generation at least, when he started working with Joel. So when he started working with Joel, I, I figured that I was going to move back here, and figured he was definitely one of the people I wanted in my corner, and it's benefited a lot. Yeah, I think that uh, he makes a world of difference, because now he's back working with Joel again, Yeah, you know, after a year off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think that's going to be good for the I'm, I wish him luck in the, in the National Series. Uh, I see some videos of him, riding; He looks really good. So, yeah, but Doug is... Even great. even when nobody's helping him, when you watch his videos, yeah, he looks that's, good. That's true. That's you true. He does look so good. But um, Doug sounds like going to be good to have in this corner. So, I think he'll... He'll benefit from that. I'm hearing rumors that Chad's stepped up his game and he's going to be on fire. Chad always steps up his game every year, and it's not public. It doesn't He doesn't say anything about it. He doesn't announce anything. But every year he gets a little bit better, so he's oh. not around.
0: Well, I talked to him
1: last time. He was like that King of Kings story. He couldn't wait. Yeah. He was excited. and I mean, after you win eight titles and you're 37 years old, going to be 38, and am like, you know, good. He wins enough stuff, yeah. and this guy's acting like it's his first year in the pro Yeah, and he's still there. I never count him out. He's just he's a big time champ for a reason. So, hey, I get it. Get it. Yeah. Jacob, thank you for spending some time with ATV talking and, and coming in our little bitty room here yeah. and, and, and talking with us. It got us out of the wind and the cold for a little while. It did, did. And I'm um, looking forward tomorrow. Just want to say a big shout out to my parents, uh, Jason Miller's sons for getting me here, uh, Duncan Racing, Paul Turner. Um, roll design g b c tires, Bolt Speed, Goose Gear, uh, everybody that helps me get all me good. here, I really appreciate it. Okay. Elka. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> all <Alka>, good, Elka. So, <laughs> and let's, let's, let's clarify that that's not the two-stroke ball turner. That's it's the Paul turner stroke. that everybody knows from Becky's. That's the Paul turner that um, made Chad Wien the person he is today. So. There, you um, yeah. there you go. There you go. Awesome. Thanks
2: again. I appreciate you coming on ATV Talk this afternoon.
1: Hi, Coleman. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey,
0: thank you for sitting down with me. I know that you are relatively a newbie to the sport. Um, We've seen each other on social media and some of the machines, your
1: machines change colors every once in a while. You have multiple machines. I do. Excellent. Excellent. Um, So how are you liking so far? Prim in round one in this wonderful weather. So, honestly, I came into this race thinking it was going to be a little harsher, like it was on the last round of last year, but I powered through it, and my machine is trying flawlessly. so that definitely helped me to finish in the first place. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how was it last year when you were here? Okay. Six weeks ago. Uh, it was really, really okay. rough, because the dirt bikes kind of okay. took it out for us, all those runs, and I think that was the last race of that, uh, last so race, hard. so... This time it was a little bit more smoother, and I could focus more yeah. rather than be racked all my my quad. That's awesome. Yeah. And and your did you make any changes from last year to this year? I did. So my pink quad that I rode today, I went up to from the stage four Elkas to the stage five. That's pretty much it. that I changed on my quad other than the color. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. But everything else is the same. Excellent, excellent. Yeah.
1: Uh, did I not hear you correctly? That you had COVID right before coming into this ride? I did two weeks ago. So, uh, did that affect your conditioning at all? Um, as far as my lung is concerned, I definitely felt yeah, it in my chest. It yes, it definitely uh, was noticeable. Yeah, but yeah. I have a little cough, and that's about it.
0: And when you were riding, you had
1: no physical effects, no signs of it. Not until after. Not until I was done with the race, and then I started coughing and felt the burning. But I could clean out. Just got to push through it. Nice, yeah. uh, nice. Nice, nice. Uh, I also, because I've seen you on social media,
2: you are a mother of three children, and you're out here racing
0: ATVs. Your children are young, I'm assuming? Yes. Because you're still in high school?
1: <laughs> I am a, in my 30s. My daughter is seven, and I have set of twins that are four. So, Boys or girls? Two boys that are twins, and my daughter four. Wow. So, yes, I'm out there oh, just doing my thing. Wow. And the boys just run you around, I'm sure. They they actually enjoy coming here. They ask me, every Mom, are we going to the race? When are we going to the race? They enjoy it here. They love it. They love the Razors. They love seeing me race. And I have a great support team, that's for sure. And how new are you to ATVs? Uh, last uh, to ATVs, I've been riding since I was 12. So I have 20 years of riding. Just never raced until last year. How did you find out about racing? I did it myself. I searched on a Google and I started out at Glen Helen and I found Tammy um, and uh, got some information and she told me how to enter. And from there, I had everybody behind me tell me, Hey, this is what you do. This is when the next race is And it's kind really nice people out there helping me. It's, it's a great family, isn't it? It is. It's you go into this, I went into this thinking, Oh man, they're going to be so mean into themselves. But in reality, they are the ones that pros mainly are so eager to help you and i just appreciate that that's great i've learned a lot so far how does the family do other than the boys how does the whole family work in the dynamic with the racing i have to say this year is going a little bit smoother considering last year we were just kind of throwing things together and not knowing what you're supposed to do at the time so this year is it's my husband's more on board with me and it's, it's also well, l- let me ask you about that dynamic. Usually it's the wife following the husband into something like this. How is the role being the role being reversed? Right. How's he handle it? And does he ride? So he does ride. Uh, we normally ride the dunes and desert. But I've always rode okay. with my brother and all of his friends. I was a little sister tag yeah. and mom. So my husband is pretty much in the mentality is only one of us can get hurt at a time because we have our business and our young kids. So the first year was really rocky. There was a bit of uh, going back and forth. Should I do it? Should I not? Because it does take a lot of time away from the family, preparing the bikes, preparing the kids for the weekend. Um, So I think this year he knows I'm not backing off and I'm going more as far as I can go with this race team. And he's letting me test out the waters to see what I can do. This is my time. Since I've been a mother for these past years, he's allowed me to see what I can do as far as, my dream, which is racing. Excellent. How in depth with your program is? 100. I mean, does he work on the bikes? He's right there with me. Whatever I can't do, he does it for me, and it's we're learning together. I'm very independent. I could, I could do so much, and I don't feel like sad asking him because he teaches me how to do it. So I'm able to do my own oil changes. My, I maintain my bikes, but powder coating, I do, and the re-putting back together, he did. Work as a team, it's really a two man job, and so that's awesome. Yeah,
0: and I know that
1: there's a little controversy going on about what class you're racing in. Um, you're in the B class, mm-hmm. there's a chance that you'll end up in the A class before yep. the end of the year, or maybe you invite over the weekend. That's right. But it, how do you feel about that? Going into that, I'm actually going to be racing the A class, uh, women's A class for Glenn Helen coming up. So... I'm a little intimidated. I'm not gonna lie, but my my times are there, so I gotta look past that and just know my ability to finish the race strong. That's what I'm shooting for. I'm trying not to get injured because, like I said, I have to go home and take care of my kids and still go to work. So if my times are there, all I can do is shoot, to do the best I can, and ride my own race, yeah. not already about so the How? Do you prepare physically to race 86? So, and in between races, I do my sea time, which is about 26 miles. I try to beat my times each time. I go 26 miles there and back without stopping, and each time I'm trying to take off a little bit by little bit. And within this last month, I have beat my time by six minutes. So I'm just pushing myself as much as I can, but. Um, the desert time that I have, which is my backyard, so that's nice. Is there any other type of physical training you work? I do work out in the gym. I do the electrical and I do um, a little bit of uh, weights as far as my weight. So I maintain what I can inside the gym and on the weekends I do some time. So I just got to get some prepared for the next race because it's all about preparing the body. You could be as fast as you want, but if your body can't keep up with you, it's not gonna be body. But I've learned that. So it's all about do the kids ride? They do ride. My uh, one of my is on Mr. Wife 50 and my daughter's gonna be over to ninety. They've been riding since they were two. Does your daughter wanna race? She does, but I'm not gonna allow her yet. I don't know if I want her out there racing now that I've been in that zone. It kind of makes me nervous for her, to be honest. What's the drawback? Uh, the possibility of her breaking uh, and me uh, not being uh, able uh, to be there to catch her. Uh, She's just so little. If I were to put her in a race or any of my uh, kids, uh, I would definitely do uh, side by sides. Put them in a frame, kind of uh, it's protected. It's okay for you to risk, Right now, when they're uh, when they're about ten, uh, we will discuss it a little Right now, they're just so small and fragile. I'm a, I know, it's, it's I don't know, it's, I just want to protect it. overprotective mom. I am, I'm a okay. helicopter mom, but they do ride they do ride. Well, at least you let them ride that's, that's absolutely, they're out there really they're great, I love you too that's that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I want to thank you so much for stopping by and talking with us yeah. the work series is an amazing series I know we were talking earlier, I've been doing it since 2001, I was the very first ATV portion yeah. of the work skill. So, yes, I'm archaic. I I, know. I love the family that you have here. And I think as long as you continue to grow, the people will continue to support and help you. And there are a ton of different yeah. individuals that you can go to. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree to that 100%. Everybody's been very helpful. So, Excellent. I'm excited for this year. Let's do this. It's we could do. Thank you. Thank you. Bo oh, Barrett, nine-time champ. How are you? I'm doing all right. And thanks for sitting down with me on at ATV Talk here today. Yeah, no problem. We're in Prim, Nevada. We were just here six weeks ago when you clinched your ninth, ninth title. Uh, tell me a little bit about the difference between six weeks ago and today. Um, not much has changed, to be honest. I I took the motor out of my quad and I had uh, Curtis freshen it up for me, and I got it back a few days ago and stuck it in and uh, made sure she was she was running when we came out. But uh, yeah, most of most of the off time we had, which was hard any because we only had about a month, uh, I uh, spent most of that time working on my side by side stuff and uh, you know just doing stuff around the house, getting ready, getting ready so we could come to round one. Did you spend much time out? on Of course, I know you went out practice. Did you do the unclassified and uh, regular practice today? No, yesterday I I went out in the moto practice um, just because I needed to ride, and I went out and I did two of the moto practices. Um, I ended up coming in and changing the crossover on my front shock because it felt like you know it was diving in the corner. So. Um, a little taller crossover on it so it crossed to the main spring quicker but anyway i i made a switch and i went back out and tried it really quick and then i didn't ride on classified this morning it was super cold and um, i was busy getting my daughter ready to go so i hung out on that one and then um, i had the ride pro practice today which was was really fun i had a good time the, trip, the course is cool it's kind of hard to pass but um Man, the whole thing, I don't know how they're doing it, especially with the wind, but the whole thing was wet and all the corners were bitching. So um, just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to riding tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you some questions about your side-by-side with the UTV world. Uh, I know that you, that's not your most favorite thing, but you're developing into one of the premier drivers. Is there a chance that that could be the
2: future for low-air? Um, I don't know. I, I figured that at one point. Um, but it's just the way, you know, the way things are right now. And, and I don't know how things are going to end
1: up in the future, but I was thinking that for a long time, but I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if side-by-sides are going to continue, um, growing the, the way that they were, you know, it's crazy because, you know, Polaris, it, it seemed like they pulled out of this series this year and it. It, it's obviously shown that the numbers are down a little bit, but it, what was crazy is to see how many ATVs showed up this weekend. Like I'm really impressed with the amount of ATVs that are here. Um, you know, Kenny over at Tire Blocks brought 20, set of, 20 sets of blocks, and he was telling me he, he sold them all the first day he was here. And I was just like, wow, that's that's impressive. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So necessarily he didn't, he didn't lose much work. It just, just transferred from the side-by-side to the ATV. That's unbelievable. And you know what was crazy is I was up there uh, this morning,
0: you know, watching my daughter race, and
1: I was watching the minis line up, and I could not believe how many mini quads are on, on the track today. I mean, it was it was insane how many mini kids were out there. Pretty cool. That's that's the growth of our sport. Yeah, that's that's a really good sign for sure. Do you think that the cost of the UTV versus the ATV has anything to do with bringing people back to ATVs? Um, I don't. I'm not necessarily. I I don't think so. I think once kind of a person kind of gives up and they decide to to race a side by side instead of an ATV, it's it's kind of up in the air whether they'll come back. I know Shape's been talking about it because they went to side by sides and they they're thinking about coming back to ATV, but not too many other than that. Maybe maybe a little bit, but um, you know the guys. Then run most of the guys that are running the side by side and they decided to do it on their own without support. They they have quite a bit of money, and I think, you know, because the sponsorship isn't here for works through Polaris. I I would imagine everybody is going to be you know racing best in the desert or something that costs you more money. That's crazy. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it, it just blows me away. But do you have any idea why Polaris decided not to support uh, the works? Well. Not What I'm thinking is they've got more sales than they've ever had before. And I mean, they don't need us to to sell cars. Right. So, I mean, why support? I mean, you know, it's just, it's just corporate, corporate, you know, taking, taking money. And I I understand that, you know, I mean, everybody's out there to make more and be better for themselves. So Business business. business is business. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I know that we spoke a little while back about what you thought your future was in ATVs. You're fast, you're talented, but you're 41 years old. <laughs> no, I'm bummed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm bummed, dude, I'm bummed because I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm just my, you know, I don't know about my thinking. I mean, some days, yeah, because I'm always trying to find that wrench, right? <laughs> no, but, but, uh you no, know, some days I just, I just. Uh, I I just get bummed because I, you know, I don't, I mean, my body's slowly fading. I mean, it's, it's fading and, and mentally, you know, I'm, I'm still 20, 20, to 20, 28, you know, and my wife just looks at me and shakes her head. And man, we keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like for Bo Marin the day or the two days after it? Actually? Um, I don't know. I I come home.
0: I mean, I I depending on how far it is, I might stay that night at the track, you
1: know, and and hang out there and and slowly load up. The next day, um, I'll drive home all the way home and if I end up getting there at a decent hour, I start unloading and we just, you know, I have this cycle of unload, <laughs> start pressure washing, you know, one piece at a time as I unload it and then move it. But it's usually a two-day process. Last year I had you know, two razor pro razor classes. I was racing, so two cars. That means like at least four tanks of gas in the pressure washer minimum. Because you pressure wash one tank of gas, you pull the skid plate off, you do it again, you put it up on jacks, you know, so you can get underneath it. You you, you burn another another tank of gas, and, and I mean it's it, it's a couple of days worth of just pressure washing after each race. That's gotta be. Just- it's monotonous. It's, it's very monotonous, yeah. especially if you've been doing it as long as I have. Yeah, it's how, frustrating. How long have you been racing side by side I mean, a uh, since in since an uh, eight hundred, I think. I took oh, I wow. Took, I took Harlan's eight hundred out. Yeah, I've got. I mean, a lot of people don't know it, but I have five championships here, and uh, I won vote with GP. Um, a lot of other random races I went to, and you know, I mean, a podium. World UTVs, um, I don't know, four times. I mean, uh, yeah, a a lot of side-by-side experience. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I don't wish you retiring anytime soon in the ATV world. Yeah. But at some point, racing is, is a
0: past tense in all of our lives. Absolutely. I just want to be tied into it somehow, you know.
1: I've I've been thinking about doing some riding schools and stuff, and, and I think it would take off if I decided to. It's just tough for me to deal with um, parents of racers because it, you know they in the past they've had tendencies of telling me what to teach their kids, and you know we all know how it, how that goes and how frustrating that is. So if I could if I could break the kids away from the parents, you know, for a couple of days and give some schools and then give them back, then that would be that would be killer. So uh, I thought about doing that, or maybe trying to run a little race team. You know, I've got Braxton. He, you know, I've been helping him out. He, he won a pro am championship last year, and he just won today in the A class. And he's riding really well. And um, you know, I enjoy trying to help good, you know, fast up and comers. I mean, you know, kids who catch my eye and try. It. So, oh, they're all kids compared oh i know <laughs> <laughs> but, but i was talking to little bit earlier today yeah
0: and, and one of
1: the things that him and i both agreed on i don't think there's anybody in the pits that you haven't helped yeah i don't i don't know i mean i, I mean if, if somebody needs something that you know don't be bashful right yeah i mean I'm, I'm i'm always willing to help
0: i remember changing an oil changing oil at the races and had an o ring failure, and you're the only guy that would even help. You found an o ring for me, opened
1: up a new kit, and gave me the o ring out of it. You know? That's right. That was. Uh, we uh, were in Utah. Utah. Oh, Utah, yeah. Yep, we were in San Hollow. In the sand, miserable weather. Oh, man. Yeah, it was bad. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate things like that because I try to help out as often as I possibly can. Right. You know? Yeah. And, uh, that's what we do as an ATV community, man. It's not standoffish, especially in the off road seen over here at works like everybody's you know, good friends pretty tight. We come off the track, shake hands, and that's the way it should be. We have to be. Yeah, we have to be. what did you think of the group of pros that were out there with you today at practice? Dude, I thought it was cool. I mean, I had a good time. I was riding with um Kenny Sanford and uh, and uh, Roberto and a few other guys and we were we were clipping a clipping a, clipping a pretty good pace. We were having fun. They looked fast. Yeah, everybody's looking fast. It's just you know, shake my head and I go, well, I don't know, I'll see. <laughs> well, Baron, hey, thank you for sitting down with me. I really appreciate it. Good luck tomorrow. And uh, if you ever need anything or if want to talk about me, I'm always here for you. David Ham, how are you, sir? It's and awesome. What were you doing? Cheating with a three ruler and a program. Oh, I, know, I had to show those uh, guys that extra wheel just slows them down, especially on that start, man. It was uh, it was cool getting the whole shot today. Really, really fun We just hooked up and just. Dave Wiley said it was awesome. Yeah, man. it was awesome. It was so cool. I was shocked. I, we think went out today, just uh, wanted to ride with quads and just kind of get used to the track a little bit and mixing you know, it it's... Halfway do the first lap I mean, first place and I'm just like, all right, let's see what we can do here and just kept pouring on, pouring on, and felt so good. Felt really good. Did you guys ever get in any areas where you guys were rubbing wheels or getting oh. close at all? We we pass each other four and five times. Yeah, those the whole thing over I mean I ended up second overall, so you know, anytime a three-wheeler starts banging with the quads, it usually it doesn't work in the three wheelers' paper. So they didn't want to play that game. But it was a great fun day, seasonally. Like. So that so they're mutual respect with everybody. Oh, absolutely. You know. Yeah, there was no issues whatsoever. And then when they came up and said, hey, man, we're going to play a little bump and grind or you're going to let us around? I said, well, oh, you take that. <laughs> take, take, it. take it. But it was fun holding on to that lead, getting the whole shot, and running out front with those guys for a couple laps. It was awesome. See, awesome. That's that's awesome. And then you guys are going to go out tomorrow and do it again. Well, the, tomorrow's just a three-wheeler race. So it's just going to be all three wheelers out there the, under the gate. So that'll get a little bit more fun when you start bumping because then it's equal playing field when you're bumping. And it's so far that I've heard it's three aftermarket, four stroke, four fifty clubs. Yeah. There'll, there'll be, be three Yeah, there'll be three we call them modern th- three wheelers. So uh, three modern three wheelers at the gate, there'll be a three fifty X at the gate at least. And I've been hearing rumors that some more guys are gonna show up tomorrow well, to see yeah, I see what That's true. Yeah. It's always rumored. Yeah. Really- I got to ride Wade Wiley's 450 today, cool. and I only rode it a hundred yards and back, but it was enough to let me know that I mean, we can make a few changes here, and I could probably get into this. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the modern game. I mean, you've been in the 450s in your day, that you know that, that power plant is is a little bit more friendly for us little guys, and um, it it uh, it is. I mean, the, the amount of shifting that I do on that versus any other uh, two stroke three that I've had, is, it's probably half. Like, well, let's get into the age thing just for a second, okay? You, you're in your 50s, and I know I'm in my 50s. And, and, and when you get on the two-stroke with the vibration and the harsher acceleration, it, it takes a toll on your joints and your hands. You get you, you arm pump faster. You, you get tired faster. At least I, I know this to be a factual thing, yeah. and, and everybody I've talked to you notice the same things 100%. Like I say, it's it's a... Uh, I mean, you've written things with two strokes all your life and when it comes on the pipe, that's that special feeling you get there, but that same feeling that makes us smile and go, whoa, is the same feeling that wears us out. And there's a lot of that just wearing you out and, like I say, this new four-stroke power delivery of uh, it smooth things out a little bit and uh, just hold on to it and just relax and have a lot more fun. And that's that's what it's all about, is having a good time. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, Dave also told me that there was a BBC KTM 300 call out here in in November. None of you guys decided to wanted to come and get me to check it out. Am <laughs> I yeah, telling everybody for how long that I want to check one out? No, I, I uh, the same guy that's going to be here racing tomorrow on the four fifty KTM. He has the three hundred KTM too, so he owns both KTM three wheelers, the three hundred and the four fifty. And I got a chance to talk to him. He's the only guy I know that owns both. Okay, and so he can compare the two, and he says that uh, it's amazing, it's fun, it's lighter, it's nimble. Not necessarily any slower than the 450, he says, but, you know, it's just a, uh, for a longer duration, an hour-long ride, that he feels that the 450 is still a little bit smoother than the power He says, but that, that 300, he says, it's, it's not any slower, and it uh, has advantages, and it, it, it feels light, he said. It feels really light. So I'm, I'm going to ride it. Well, you're going to call me... When you get
0: off and talk to me. Absolutely. We'll right. definitely have that
1: conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I want to know. Wanna, I'm still trying
0: to find time to go ride the two wheelers, you know, to get an idea because I want to feel
1: if that motor really is that cool. Yeah, no, I've I, I heard nothing of anything that you have when we've talked. It, uh, I want to feel it. And, and you know, I'm a, I, I believe Red, you know, I believe Honda. too. And I don't want to be brave to KTM in any way, shape, or form. You know, I mean, as much as I'm not a. Uh, as orange fan as some people are, mm-hmm. you know. But I just hear so many good things like that. Yeah. I think that the KTM
2: just <laughs> has done everyone else kinda of stopped the R and D a little bit in the dirt bike world and the two
1: stroke and KTM kept it going a little bit longer than everybody else. And I think that that three hundred from everything i heard is the answer. I I, mean, I could be wrong, but I could've swore I heard rumors that Yamaha's coming out of a fuel injector two fifty. That'd be awesome. I mean anyone could pull it off and and make it awesome, I, mean, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like there's a market for it? I don't follow the dirt bike world as much. I do. Why, why would I? I do? I do because as soon as you go to fuel injection, you make it easier to ride. Uh, even though the two-stroke has still got that harsher, snappier power, yeah. it, 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 it it gets easier to ride. And your fuel injection is more of a rheostat. And then you take that two-stroke power and you add that into you could have quite the exciting ride. Now what do you think if you just took that motor versus a four fifty motor, what do you think the weight difference is? You're getting some way better than mine? Um, that. Better? You're probably 20-ish pounds. Okay. And twenty pounds, Maybe more maybe more give or take, you know? Twenty pounds is definitely noticeable on any machine at, at a high level for sure. The, the, the problem is, is <laughs> if if you're asking my opinion. Yeah. The straight ahead drive that you get with a four stroke and the fact that it doesn't rip your arms out of the socket. You know, it's the misconception of the fuel injected 450 versus the carbureted 450. The carbureted 450 is exciting and has a little bit of arm tug, and you're like, yeah, you can feel it. Yeah. But when you get on a fuel injected 450, it's like sink into the sea and then accelerates, and you're like, well, this is kind of. Slow, smooth, and it's easy, you know, but really, you just left the guy on the car bike because his wheels are spinning and yours aren't. Yeah. You know, so so there's so many bonuses to the fuel injection versus the carburetion, but I I mean, I like both. I like doing both. I like working on both. Uh, I like tuning the Vortex ECUs on them way better than I like tuning carburetors, but, (laughs) you know, it it, it just depends on. what trail you get to be on that day. And, and it's, it's, we both know it's the future. I mean, it's just going to be a matter of time and the factory carbureted machines are not going to be there. It's, it's just a matter of time. I, I agree with that, you know, because almost everything that you buy now is fuel injected. I think they're able to build it cheaper even. I mean, I think it's, to them, the cost of building that machine with the modern technology, I think it's less expense. Well, if you take it from the consumer standpoint, when you put a fuel injected machine on the lot, you can run that crap fuel that they sell us that's waters and chemicals that is highly corrosive and destroys the carburetor. Where your fuel injected machines, they, they're building it for that bad pollutant and you don't have the same problem. Yeah. Save money at the pump too, and nobody likes that. Well, at five bucks a gallon, how are you saving? Well, again, yeah, they're running ninety-one on on that stuff versus VP whatever grade VP you're running on the, on the race machines. I think
0: that you're saving some, but it, it, you know, if we could get in, we could get into a gas conversation, yeah. and that's a, if you're playing this game, you're
1: not talking about the ten gallons of gas and the actual expense. You're right; it's, it's, yeah. a, it's irrelevant in the big picture. Yeah, we're we're just talking about the the ease for the general consumer yeah. to go out and put gas in their bike and have it be less corrosive and and not have. So, sure. So yes, the fuel injecting is going to be cheaper in the long run for everyone. I think it's yeah, like too and uh, if we're talking future and then we have to bring the electric thing almost into the equation too and I don't know if oh, it's cool. ever going to happen. Uh, for gearheads like myself, I just can't fathom even if it was better technology and faster and everybody in the world's doing it I still think I'll still have a of kinetics. Here's the problem The right now with the technology they have, the electronics are you getting Yeah, yeah. But in 15 years, is that going to be the case? I don't know. Uh, that's, I don't think that they're going to get there. Really? Uh, uh, I think they'll get. I think that they'll get there uh, knowledge-wise. I don't think they'll be able to get there cost-wise. Okay. And, well, talking to Dell, I mean, uh, you're talking about that uh, they're moving that big. You can't get away from the oil-based stuff. You still have to have oil to make all those electric cars to make all those cars work, uh, and to generate the fuel industry that we're based on, which really, we could get into a big old long discussion about it. it, it it's not the problem. It, it, your batteries are more harmful to our environment than your, I've heard that, car motor. The other thing I just learned recently is I didn't realize that those battery dirt bikes that Alta made, one of the big issues that they had was keeping them cool. Like, they get hot too. Yes. And they couldn't keep them cool enough to perform at the high peakest level they had had. Once they would get to a certain temperature they would pounce it up so they wouldn't blow up. I guess they would go to like limp mode and the battery starts deteriorating and you start to lose charge. So I guess the next version is coming liquid cool, battery operated machine. So now you're out of weight. You're out of weight. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, it's, who knows where they're going to go. But nonetheless we stick on the, uh, the whole free thing. it's awesome right now that there's a few different companies out there making modern trikes. Um, and they're, they're reasonably affordable to the average person that wants to get a hold of one and go have fun or come on the Well, and I want to, I want to check out your, your machine because I've heard some things about it and I need to get with you and, and, yeah. and, and take a look at it. Uh, because I got to speak to the manufacturer of it when he was here six weeks ago. So we need yeah. to have that conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? Maybe. Here, I mean, we have a couple different versions of machines here. Maybe might be cool to find them all up and if anything, just flip them over and take some pictures and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, maybe we get that done tomorrow. That'd be awesome. Definitely the part of that. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for it's talking great. with me. All right. Yeah, have a good time. All right. Well, this is a special guest,
0: Bailey Barron. How are you? I'm doing really good. Hey, thank you for coming and sitting down with me. I know that being the daughter of a legend is, is probably a, a little
1: tough to di- deal with sometimes, but. I wanted to ask you, how are you doing with your ATV career? Um, I'm doing really good. I won the championship in UNC last year, and I definitely feel like I've gotten a lot better throughout, like, last year than I have ever have in racing. Are you in the B class now? Yeah, I moved up to Women's Peak. How did you do today? Well, I was leading, and then... um, there was this guy I pulled over on the side of the track, and he started his quad and pulled out right in front of me. So I pulled in my clutch, but I was in too high of a gear that I, uh, it died. So I ended up third, which isn't bad because I caught up, and I was sitting there for like ten minutes since I came back started. But yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. I know this guy that can help you with that problem. Yeah, you know he's ridden a couple quads, so <laughs> maybe we he could get you on the side and teach you how to do that. Yeah. I know how to do it. I just couldn't get it to start. Because after I was done watching Dad's practice, I came back, or I was after I was done with my race, I went and sat and watched my Dad's practice, and I started it just fine then. But like when I was on the track, I just could not
0: wow. get started. Do, when did you ride uh, round ten? Uh, yes.
1: In November. Yes. What did you think the difference from then to here, to here six weeks later, is? Um, I definitely. I think the track's a lot better I can clear a lot more of the jumps and it's like a lot faster and I like it when it's faster and um, it's it, it seems like the track was getting a lot less rough than it was at round 10 because it was pretty you know mm-hmm. I was crazy at round 10 that's awesome yeah I gotta ask you this question mm-hmm. I know that your dad helps everybody here at the track. Does he spend as much time with you in your program as he does helping some of the people in the racetrack? Well, he builds on my bikes to make sure I'm, like, ready to go and have stuff to go, but he he doesn't, like, critique me and, like, tell me how to ride, like, as much as, like, if somebody asked him. Like, if I asked him, he would tell me, but, like, he won't, like, correct me if he sees me. He means, like He wants me to have, like, an equal as everybody else. So he wants you to progress on your own barriers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow. That's, that's an outstanding way to do it. Yeah. Um, so, you, are you riding one of his old machines? Yes, yes. So, you have all some cool tricks and does and whistles over there. Yeah. Did you ride any, many stock machines? Um, not well, I originally started racing in 70s. So like, that's when I first started racing. I didn't move over to an ATV until I was, like, 12. And I started on it towards ninety for like a year and then I moved up to a two fifty in women's C and then um yeah. Now I'm here. <laughs> On four fifty. Yeah. What does your mom think about you, Grace? Um she likes it. I don't I don't really talk to her that much. I, well like I do, but I, she doesn't really have an opinion, I guess. Um Well so you never asked. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: i don't she's know just, it's like she's supportive of it and she like tells me good job and stuff if i do good but i don't think she like she doesn't really get scared very, very much i don't think and yeah i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> i get it you know it's just <laughs> most parents unless they have a problem with it they don't say anything yeah that, that, that's so great your sisters play i uh, do other things yeah yeah um so my sister she raised at 70 for a little bit on a quad. Before that, she was on a 172. Um, but she found a love for dance, and now she's dancing all over the place. Um, yeah, she's actually really good at it. And your baby sister? She does soccer, dance, and racing occasionally. She rides um, 50. She raced up at quad cross. She all raced her right. 50 at quad cross. She did okay. So the whole family. Does your mom ride at all? Um, She doesn't really ride, she, like, follow Brooke around on the ranch quite occasionally. Um, But she did race the women's class when it first came up in the side by side, and she ended up third. So, oh, that's awesome. yeah, but then she got pregnant with Brooke, so after that, she hasn't. She hasn't went back yet? No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's pretty amazing. Bailey, I want to thank you so much. Donna Ellsworth, how are you? I'm good, but I actually got a little bit of a change. It's, okay, well, fire away with it. It is Donna Espenson now. Okay, Donna Espenson. Yeah, so, I, I mean, gotta, that's that's a little bit of a, a story in itself, so. I got to practice that one because it's going to take something to get used <laughs> to, to. I know, standing. it's been a lot of, a lot of years as an Ellsworth, but, uh, you know, cats out of the bag. Rick and I are divorced and, uh, you know, uh, gone on my own way. Separate from Eliminator Racing, so it's actually good to do this interview and kind of, I guess, if you will, get the cat out of the bag fully. Well, I'm sure <laughs> I wasn't expecting this, but okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people have wondered what's going on or uh, have kind of noticed things are a little different. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'm off on my own. It's a little bittersweet because this year we got the Women's Pro Class, which I'm really excited about. But it's, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie, it's a little intimidating and stuff, uh, doing it on my own, but... I'm ready, to, I'm ready to rock and roll. So. Well, you're a fighter and you've been around for a long time. It, it takes a lot for me to quit. So, <laughs> Well, we're glad to have you. And um, yeah, let's let, let's get into our conversation about... Uh, in We were here six weeks ago for the final round yeah. in round 10. Uh, it was a motorcycle ATV round. There were some complaints about the condition of the track and the way things broke down for the ATVs. What do you think about the course today? this weekend. I feel like the course was good. They definitely changed it up. It was longer, and so the pros to that is, uh, you know, obviously it's a longer lap, so you're going to get less laps, which means there's less riders going over and over and over, so it tends to hold up a little bit better, but I'm, I like both. I enjoyed the round, the last round um, in, what was it, November or December? November, um, I felt like the track was good. Today, I, I think I definitely liked the motocross a little bit better. I felt like the jumps had a little bit more flow to them. I like that they, you know, put some table tops in there. Those, yeah. those bigger, punchy doubles tend to intimidate me a little bit. So that's something I got to work on. It's okay. I like <laughs> keep my wits on the ground too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a that's a high consequence. Those those three jumps. So for me. But you're not. I don't. I've never seen you not jump them though. Yeah. And in all the years that I've watched you race, you've always seemed to still. I the, usually the, the, will. I, I'm definitely somebody who I, I risk assess. And as I've gotten older, you know, you don't feel as quick or I just, I don't want to be hurt. So mm-hmm. I definitely, I think and choose my battles, if you will, out there. And I was happy with my performance today overall considering everything that's going on. Uh, I definitely got to get some things lined up uh, for myself and my race program. It's coming together. I'm excited. Well, you've won all the two championships you you have a name in the industry so I'm, I'm assuming that that will help you move forward me too I'm hoping and then obviously with having the women's pro class you know Randy giving us this space to sort of grow and, and just have these opportunities obviously it creates more opportunities for us and I feel like the industry in itself because it may bring more people in or you know people from the east if they want to come out or just the girls coming up now they have something that they can be like oh well, there's something there to shoot for instead of like this dead end with them. Well, what the rumor that I heard, the way that I heard it coming through is they wouldn't go to the A-class because they can't compete. Right. And so now you have a little bit more of a white birth, you know, for somebody to sort of grow naturally because there's more options, you know, instead of just having three, you know, now you can spread it out a little bit and they have an actual shot at, you know, being competitive. Well, then I mean, It's like your- a natural ladder. You yeah, know, you when did. you have that huge step from, you know, B to A, that's, that was significant. Now it's a little bit more progressive. So. Correct. And and you'll have to do the same. They'll have to do the same thing they did with the men, where when you won the A class once or You're twice, you got yeah, to go. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like most people do that naturally. There are always, you know, a few that like to kind of hang back, but you for the gotta, most part. You've got to watch age. You know, there's some other things that there come into so play. There's well. factors, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but I'm super pumped that, you know, Randy and his crew have even, you know. I like that fact that we had that conversation before. Yeah. With I that did, with Randy. And it was so funny because I was, I, I don't know if nervous was the right word, but I I was a little, I don't know. I didn't know I didn't know what to expect when I approached Randy about it. And I was sort of kind of like, oh, oh okay. Well, I was expecting a little bit more of a like, not a fight, but like, you know, well, no, we're not ready for that. But and he was open arms right from the get go. So, you know what I like about Randy? It's I like the fact that he is more open to Absolutely. listen. Yep. And i will tell you, I, I don't like it for listening, part. Yep. I like that. And let's He's do that. straight up, he's approachable, he's got all those factors. I think that's why it works, you know, flourished, you know, kind of been like some new air has been breathed into it over the last few years. I think so, too. I really so do. It's nice. Because he's an enthusiast Absolutely. as much as a businessman. His whole crew is rad. I mean, yeah, let that's just be real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because they're enthusiasts. Exactly. They're all they're passionate. Yep. They enjoy it. So and that's what it takes. I'm so weird.
0: <laughs> that's excellent. So anything other than the bombshell you dropped on me that I wasn't ready for <laughs> um, going on that, with your program? Or what do you see coming in the future?
1: Uh, right now everything's just sort of, I don't want to say messy. It's just kind of, I'm trying to put it together. I don't have, you know, I mean, simple things. I mean, Tori was so rad. They hurt her dad or, uh, Jack. They, uh, let me use her pressure washer to wash my bike. It's simple things. You know, I don't have those yet. Um, so those are the things I'm working on. It's just the the things that we take for granted, I think, overall. And so I think it's going to come together. I have your sponsors that you have what have, what have they told they've you about been, the pro class they've been stoked about it um i haven't had anything negative of course um uh, i'm hoping that as it goes on and they see what comes from it will get even more more support that's my hope um it definitely opens more doors i think you know when you come in and go "I'm racing the pro class right it usually means more i think one of the things people make a mistake with especially you know amateurs or people who are coming into it new, they just expect that there's going to be all these sponsors and they're just going to give them stuff and they're going to get money and they don't think about what they can get back and i right. think with the pro class what that offers is it offers us that voice to get their name out to spread the word to be positive you know representation of the products or services that they offer I mean, it's just another avenue well, a lot of people have forgotten that your pro class what is your advertising outlet. Absolutely. In your amateur class is no offense to any of the amateurs, but listen to this, that's not your advertising outlet. No. I mean, it is typically, I mean, you see, like, for instance, Bo Barron. It's like, what's Bo running? What's he got? Obviously, that's working. So yeah. I want that. So yeah. it's smart for companies to sponsor the people that... You know, Number one. Yeah, the number one means I wanna, a lot. I want to know what he's. I want to do what he's doing. You right, know? like that's the general mentality. You know? Exactly. So, exactly. Well Donna, I really appreciate you taking some time with me. I know that you were feverishly working over there or whatever, getting ready for <laughs> <the> next day, <laughs> yep. and, and you took some time this evening and, and, and came to talk with me. I really appreciate it. The invitation is always open. If you have things that you want to talk about, all you have to do is reach out. You know exactly how to get a hold of me, mm-hmm. yep. and uh, we'll get you on the show anytime. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Well, thanks. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Kenny Sanford, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. How was it out there today? Uh, Track was good. the The dirt was great. Um, It they watered it super well. They've been staying on top of that. Um, Not too muddy, not too dry. It was, uh, was solid. That's great. Um, What did you think of the difference between the track six weeks ago and the track today? Um, big difference. So riding with the bikes, uh, not only the terrain, but the layout, they have the, they have the layout a little more technical. Um, this weekend is, is, uh, a little higher speed with the side by side and stuff. You have to keep it open. Um, that we're going across the road, um, this weekend, um, for the ATVs and that I really enjoy going over there. Um, sand's a little bit different, more, uh, I don't know really how to explain it, but it's a little softer. Um, so you kind of, it burns a little different. It's a good time. But that's awesome. Yeah. Anything change in your program from last year to this year? Um, a couple little things, um, like we brought on, um, Fourworks carbon hoods. Um, boy, well, I think that's it. I think that's it. Really? Yeah. I heard some rumors that you guys were working on having to, so you could practice. Yeah, we're trying to get um, two race bikes put together. Um, so hopefully, like, about will have we um, We'll have them together. And uh, then we can have some practice bikes, practice during the summer. Um, obviously, when it's not floating at our house. But, <laughs> yeah. When you started your pro career in 2021, did you have any idea where you were going to end up? No, not a whole lot. I kind of had like little goals, but uh, as far as where I'd end up, no. Uh, we so, how stoked were you at the end of the year? I was pretty excited with the fourth. Um, I wish I could have got a third, but uh, Travis Damon, he outworked me, and, and at the time, he was a better rider, and we'll see how it all plays out tomorrow uh, in the first round, but uh, hopefully I can try and give him a battle, but well, something's different from round 10 to now. Because I was watching you out there today. You seem more fluent. You're, you're smoother. You're faster. I mean, you looked
0: really, really good. Yeah, mentally, I'm just trying not to go as fast. You know, people join the pro class and they just try and put down, be more smooth. You look at Bo
1: Barron, the guy's the smoothest guy you've ever seen ride. And obviously, it's working for him. So, I might as well give him a shot. You know, I was talking to one of those friends and he told me, you know, this is the laziest guy you ever meet. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? How can you call that guy lazy? Because he finds the smoothest, easiest way through, you know, to navigate a section in the track because he just doesn't want to burn the engine. Yeah. Yeah, he's such a fluent rider. It's uh, it's kind of mind boggling to watch. It doesn't look like he's going that fast at times, but I'll tell you what, he is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be out there
2: with no, uh, you.
1: <laughs> no. Does does he take you aside? Because I know you guys are friends. Does he take you aside and talk with you about things you should be doing? Yeah, he does. Like, if, if he rides behind me or something, or if, if I happen to get in front of him, um, he'll give me some pointers, kind of let me know what I'm doing and what I can do better. Um, I, I watched him kind of give Cody a rundown on, on some stuff today, which was pretty cool. I kind of listened to all that. But, yeah, he... He's not afraid to tell his competitors what they can do better. That's what I like about the guy. I, I know I was talking to him this morning and he just said, you know what, if so and so beats me, that's great on oh, He says they're probably not gonna get a second chance.
2: Yeah. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's how that works, but I like it. I
1: I hear you. So how are how's tire blocks doing this round? Uh doing good. Um, the ATV sales are uh, phenomenal! We uh, sold every set that we brought. Uh, we sold every set on Friday, which is pretty unusual. Um, which was like twenty, but uh, it's it's good. Side by side stuff is a little down, but I think that's because Polaris kind of dropped their support on a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, ATV stuff is, is going nuts. That's great. I mean, we need we want the ATV industry to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that your business relies on the on the block stuff too. Don't you guys do a lot of the blocks for the desert and some of the other series as well? Yeah, like uh so there's a handful of stuff for score, so Baja. Um we do a lot of stuff for the car. Um, not much side by sides but uh um, most of the A T they were our blocks. Um Invest in the Desert we have a handful of guys that are on our stuff too. I want to do championships in Best Desert with best stuff. So. yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> I mean, it works. Exactly, it does. you know. I mean, I've always in the works championships that that I won. building the machines we use, balls. Mm-hmm. But we transferred that over to the desert, and it just doesn't work the same when you put the blocks in there. Uh, I was always afraid it would deteriorate, yeah. and your dad got involved and explained the situation, set it up, but maybe one of you yeah, one of the family members. Yeah. Let's <laughs> not yeah. just put it all on him. Yeah, and uh, took care of it and gave us some really great products. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. Yeah, it's great. You guys have come a long way. Oh, I like her. Sure. I like it. it, it you guys, uh, and you give back to the racers. You see a lot of the teams running your stuff. Yeah, I'm sure you guys help Yeah, yep. Yeah. Sponsorship mm-hmm. and all that stuff is still open, but if uh, anyone wants to get in on it, uh,
2: yeah.
1: Explain that a little bit. Uh, we offer like a sponsorship program for uh, just about anyone. You send in your resume to our email, and uh, we'll respond to you. if If your stuff works out, then you get a contract back. If not, uh, we let you know, and hopefully, get you on next year.
2: That's awesome. There's a camera there too. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, yeah. <laughs> we we try to get it from both angles so that we get everything in. I appreciate you you coming and spending some time with me. I know that you have work over there and you have dinner over there waiting for you. Uh, I really appreciate it. Good luck tomorrow and uh, I definitely want to reach out and get you to talk about your rookie pro season and at this round uh, on a regular show. I'm down. Cody Sanford, how are you, buddy? (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Just had some good holidays and had a little bit of family time and just trying to try to uh, get everything ready for the races as we're trying to hang out with family and yeah, been doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. And I'm where I'm supposed to be now. That's racist. Yeah, it's good <laughs> to see <you. laughs> it. That's all. I love being. I love being back in in the fold. You know, I, I'm doing it a little different now, but yeah. at least I'm here. It's cool. Yeah, and you're probably enjoying yourself a little bit more um you know what? I love working on these. yeah I really do so right. that, that doesn't bother me that I mean right. I'm glad that I don't work on them today yeah, it's cold. yeah right uh, you know it, it would be what it would be for sure you know so oh, yeah yep. uh did you do anything when you had the off time but it was only six weeks to change your conditioning or do anything like that honestly no I I really didn't do much um uh, I tried to kind of watch what I was eating, but that's it's kind of hard. Getting kind of busy these days with work and more work and <laughs> more work, but
2: yeah. Hopefully after this race,
1: I could kind of have a little bit of extra time to get in gym. How did you feel out there today? Uh, not, not horrible. Definitely could have felt better, but I I definitely felt good for it being the first race of the year. Where'd you end up today? I got second. Nice. Yep. And you ended up second last year yep. in the in the Pro Am, correct? Yep. Pro am, yeah. And where'd you end up in the PA class? I, I wanna say I am pretty positive I think you're second. Nice. Yes. Okay. Uh Braxton. Braxton won. Yep. And yep. he won did he won today too, right? He did, yeah. Uh, How close were you? I don't honestly know. I wasn't, I don't know. I think I was decent way behind him, but like on the the very last lap, I was some B-rider took me out. So I crashed and took me a minute to get back up. But right before then, I was probably like four or five quad lengths from tracks. Oh, so you were close. Yeah oh so you guys were having a good race yeah it was it should have been but it's alright we'll try again tomorrow nice Yeah. is there more I don't want to say pressure because that's the wrong answer is it is it more meaningful to win the A class or the Pro-Am class for you and I think probably Pro-Am it's probably Pro-Am just because it's I mean Pro Am, It's like, it's just a bigger class, I guess, but it's really the same class, if you think about it.
2: In, in
1: some ways, yes. Yeah. Uh, you guys don't make money. <laughs> right. I know, that's all right. It, it'll come. Yeah, one of these days. Is, is there much of a rivalry between you and your brother? Not really. I mean, we always talk crap and say we're going to beat each other, but it's never anything serious. I don't know what they're feeding you guys up there in Washington, but both of you guys look like you've grown since I saw you six weeks ago. Really? I'm not talking about around. I'm talking about taller. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, I don't know. know. I mean, it's it's possible. possible. Well, you're still pretty young and, and still growing. Yeah, Your brother's a little older and yeah. it shouldn't be growing because both looks like you've gotten taller. It's impossible. <laughs> how, how's, how is it working over there at uh, Fireblocks? It's, um, it's fun. I mean, it's, it, it pays for what we do kind of. So it, it's good in a way, but it's a lot of work. It, it definitely, it, I wake up in the morning more sore from doing tires than I would be for racing. But it also is a good thing because it prepares us for racing, honestly. Do you, when you guys go home? Do you do the same thing at all with taking care of tires and shipping them to people and things like that? Yeah, but just not as much. Like it's we'll do maybe a couple sets a month, maybe. If that it's the shipping that kills that, right? yeah. It, it, yeah. It didn't cost so much to ship stuff. More people would send it early. Yeah, right? Especially now. Oh it's yeah. It's ridiculous. yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. And and you guys just ship out a lot of product to people. Yeah. Um, how does that work? I, I know that I'm asking you, the the youngest of the three. Yeah. Do you guys provide like instructions in writing, or do you have instructional videos? How does that work? Yeah, so there is there's a couple of uh, YouTube videos on how to install on it. if if you're like first time buying, we we send uh, instructions like inside of the box. I don't really know how much the instructions would help, but I knew I do know the, the video is it's where we send most people when they call and ask about that. But yeah, a lot of the stuff we ship out is uh Rocky Mountain buys a lot of it from us, so they I think they're selling they're selling a decent amount we most of the time it's it's strictly like just blocks and then people that buy the blocks they'll install them themselves. And then we also sell tools that make it easier for you to install them yourself. Right. That's that's good. Yeah. So you got quite a little room going on there. Yeah, it's safe for your racing. Yeah. Yeah, me and my brother me and my brother, my my grandpa are pretty much full time at the shop. We're there me and my brother are there five days a week all day pretty much. And then we both have a, a part-time job um, just two days a week, it, just kind of to get away and I have something else to go to. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but it's worth it, I guess. Well, dude, you, 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 how much do you love riding ATVs? Yeah, it's, I don't love nothing else more. <laughs> well, there you go. Then it pays for that. Yeah. Um, any predictions for tomorrow? Man, I don't I don't like talking to you soon, but I'm definitely going to go out there and give it my all. Well, listening to your dad and listening to some of the things that I heard yeah. in the pits, all you got to do is wake up. Yeah. The hammer drops, go. Yeah. You know, because you're fast. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, they, they, it's not just me saying it when I'm listening to other people talk about it. Right. You know, the second half of that race, he was a totally different guy. Yeah, really. Yeah, so they don't know what you were doing the first half, Yeah, but when the second half came around, you were like, I'm fired. I guess. I don't know. I was just riding. Having fun. That's doing what I fun. love. Keep it fun. Yeah. You know?
0: I really appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. No problem. Uh, I know you guys are busy, so I'm going to let you get back to work over there. Right. Thank you very much, Cody.
1: Braxton Gross, how are you, brother? Doing real good. How about you? Oh, happy New Year. It's going to be great. At the races. Yeah. Where else can you be? I know, right? They replaced to be for sure. <laughs> oh, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, I miss it. I and mean, we didn't have that long of an off season, but actually, our off season was like shorter than our summer break. I think <laughs> it totally is. Dude. Like, I think it was three months off in the summer. We get six weeks off to start the season. I know it's it's rough trying to get stuff together. You can't do can't get anything done. It's hard. Well, the holidays slowed everything down. Oh yeah, and then that slowed. The process to get parts you know, and then just, I don't know what it was but nobody seemed to have it or couldn't ship it or whatever the problem. Yeah, I mean it's been like that obviously for like what, I mean so, well, it's just since COVID started everything has slowed down so much so it's just like, I don't know it's been rough trying to get stuff so, I mean we're trying to build a new bike but just what couldn't happen but we don't even know if I'll we'll have it together by Glenn Howland, but I'm like, we don't. So we'll see. I built uh, Travis Stanton's bike. And the day we're supposed to do the photo shoot, I'm out in the garage in the morning of uh, finishing the Nishima bike so that we can shoot the photos. And I didn't even get it 100% done. But we got it done enough so that he could shoot photos, ride it a little bit, and then I took it home and then we had to finish it so that I could bring it here. Yeah, because it was like that for us too. I think we. Even though we raced that bike last year, we had blown the motor up, and then we didn't think that it was. We thought that it was just a simple fix. We just had to split the cases and just kind of make sure everything was still in place. And then, you know, the uh, the bearing retainers for uh, that hold the main bearing in yep. that that bearing retainer had wallowed out the whole case, so we had to get a new of case, and that took forever to get here. So we were putting stuff together Wednesday night, I think. My and then. Doug wanted to do some stuff in my shop, so we came here with no rear shock. We put it on here, so we were getting stuff ready at the race. It's, you know, it happens that way. I mean, in a perfect world, we'd have a finished bikes sitting in the garage, yeah. Load sure. them and drive away. Exactly. It never happens like that. Never. You know, it used to be that way. Right. I know, but I mean, that, not as long as race, but. I raced, but so, yeah, you know, it's a, it's, it's a full time job to do that. You know, you're still going yeah. to school. Yeah. Your dad works full time. Yeah. So you you, have, you struggle with time. Yeah. I mean, that's the hardest part about it. Just find the time. I mean, just to ride. And then if you can't. And then to ride, you have to have a bike that's together. To have a bike that's together, that's a whole different thing in itself. So it's definitely tough. Did you spend much time riding in the last six weeks? No, uh, we try. I mean, we try as much as we can. But I mean, I've been. I just a lot of school right now. I just switched to homeschool, so I've been trying to figure that out. And my dad's been working a lot. So, I mean, we ride as much as we can, but not as much as we like. Obviously. Do you like going and riding when you get? Yeah, it's, it's fun. It gives me something to like try to, like, you know, somebody to catch up to. He tells me, well, I don't even know what he tells me. He tells me if you laugh me twice, and, like, oh, I'll bite. Like, I don't know what he said, but I don't know. It just gives me something with, you know, riding by yourself is boring. So, is he still fast? Is I mean, he moves. He can move. I mean, not very fast, but yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm not going to tell him you said that. Uh, but This is going to be on the podcast, so he will hear it. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, anything special change from 21 to 22? I mean, no, nothing really. I'm trying to just keep the program the same. I mean, it worked pretty good last year, so we're still trying to keep it going. See what happens this year. All right. Um, what did you think of the the layout of the course for 22 period Dude, this was essentially one of my favorite tracks Prim has done in a long time. Like, I thought that this track was super fun. So I'm sure. excited for tomorrow. It's going to be sick. You know, everybody that's commented about the track says that they like it. Yeah, I don't... They did a good job this year. I don't know... I mean the outfield. They, it's all like you know. Prem is always like the same stuff, but it just it feels different. Like all the corners, I feel like the track's a lot more tanky too. It's super tight, a lot more corners, and then the moto track. They did a great job with the moto track, so it's just just a cool course. Really, Definitely. Everybody's told me that they were happy with motor as well. So yeah, it's cool. They did a great job. Let me ask you a hard question. Okay, you roll through the end of 2022. You come through and you are lucky enough to win your second Pro-Am title. Where does that put you for 23? We don't. We don't. I don't really know yet. I mean, I like racing on the, on the East Coast. I really like the GCC stuff. And if I went pro here, that would mean that I have to race pro there. And it just, over there, it's so much harder. Like, I would, it wouldn't even be fun at that point if I raced pro over there because would, it would be like just a whole, it's a whole different level. So, like, as far as that goes, I'd love to go pro here, but it's just so hard if I want to make anything of myself over there. In, in cross-country? Yeah, cross-country. So so, do you think that cross-country riders are better than the West Coast guys? At at what they do. At I mean, their skill set. At, at, I mean, we saw uh, Hunter came out here, and Bo was still able to beat him, but, I mean, if Bo went out there, I'm sure Hunter – Hunter can beat him out over there. It's just, it's a completely different thing. It's like ATVMX, too. We saw Hatcher come out to Glen Helen, a motor track. He was able to win. It's just, it's what you ever, it's your skill sets, you know? Right. It's so hard, it's so hard to judge that. So, the comment that you made about it being harder there. It's like, it's a harder, it would be harder for me since I don't ride the cross country. Really? Like, that's, that's, why, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Because I think that. When they come to some of the courses here, it's such a culture shock to them that it's not even in the same world. No, it's it's so different. And I've been lucky enough, I've got to go over there. I raced the you know, the hybrid one fifties. I have, I raced those over there because like with AMA like the age thing, like I can't actually race a four fifty over there. So they put these the one fifty dirt bike motors inside of a Raptor two fifty frame. And I've been racing those in Dude, that class is so stacked. Like, I may be like a pro check here, but Ironman, like my seventh race over there, I finally got a third place on the podium. I didn't get an overall podium. Like, I got passed from a kid from the second row. So I got third in YXC one which is like the first of the Euclid's, and then fourth overall. And that was my first podium over there. It's, it's crazy, like... And there's a lot more quads over there. Like the quad scene is so huge over there. It's it's so cool to get to, go to those races. So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I I am hoping that I'll be able to travel back and do some work back there. Related to Utah. Oh, it is. It is so cool back there. And Iron Iron Man is definitely my favorite because Iron Man, you know, it's known for like they have the concerts there and just like the people there. It's just you know, it's so important you need to do some history. <laughs> so basically, that's Bob Sloan. Bob Sloan, the Iron Man Sloan. That's what they named that track after. there. That's who the whole event's named after. That's sick. I didn't even know that. I don't, I don't know the way that will come up now. When you listen to guys like Barry Hawk talk and some of the old school guys, yeah, yeah. They didn't fear the course. They feared Bob. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, so you check out some of that history because those guys, the, the cross-country series has always been really cool. Yeah. I like their format and it's it's like I said, it's completely different. Like they don't get to practice, like they go into a blind. It's just like it's a whole different skill set over there, like that you have to have, you know. We used to go no practice at works. I had heard that was I was driving I was driving somewhere and we were listening to one of your podcasts actually and you were talking about that. And even my dad didn't remember that. He had to embrace them and I heard that. I didn't know that, that. That's how it used to be over here. I didn't. Know. Green flag drop, and that's yeah, yeah, and that's how it is over there. You get to walk the track and just help you remember it. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's cool. It's. sick. I, I would love to see them change the format over here a little bit uh, to do to do it more exclusively. You know, I think it would be super cool. I also I like the idea like how the dirt bikes do it. I know the dirt bikes they do like qualifying for like the gate picks like they do like you no know, pro practice, I think they do like the fastest lap time, they get like the gate picks and stuff. I think that's cool too. Like more of an MX format, I guess you could call it. But I don't know, both would be really cool. Exactly. You could you could almost it'd be hard, but you could break up the series one race one way, one one race another way. You know Yeah, yeah. And it would just break it up for everybody. And it'd be cool. It'd like completely change it. It'd be a, in it it like it'd be a different like Mental aspect too, like having to, like, you don't get all the practice time, you kind of just got to, like, the first few laps you're breaking in the course, bringing yourself to the course, and then actually getting into your rhythm. Right. Yeah. When will you be old enough to race a 450 back then? 60. And I, I, oh, yeah. I, I turned 15 next week, actually. I'm like 14 years old? Yeah. Dude. I know. I'm still young, so. So you have a huge crossroads at the end of this year because they may want you to go pro, and I don't think they legally can because of your age. Where here, here, here? Uh, I don't know because of I know are they AMA sanctioned? I don't, I don't know where they are. The motorcycles are. Yeah. I think I I could. I talked to we talked to Randy about it at the awards banquet, but I just. I don't know, I kind of want to I kind of want, I see myself on the east coast and like if I ever went pro I'd want to I'd go to the east coast I don't know if I'd want to stay You're not afraid of Walker Fowler? I just, I don't know, I like that style I, I'm not saying I like it more, but like I like to go race with it. Dude, there's nothing like getting an age I know, I want to race I want to race desert too, I want to race Baja, I want to do the whole Baja I want to do Baja 1000, I want to do all that but, like, I, I really do see myself, I want to move over there. I want to go to this place. That's where I want to go. Go race across. Yeah, that's where it is. Well, I think it's awesome. Uh, I think the, those guys are incredibly talented. Yeah. They yeah. Are. It's crazy. And just like I think the guys that race out here on the West Coast are, yeah. are talented for what they do. Oh, yeah. Uh, we almost have too many distractions out here for the West Coast-style racing. What are you just try, There's too many things to do. Oh like I mean you can go snow skiing, water skiing, jet skiing, I know boating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so many things that year around. Yeah. You know? So you you lose some of it when those guys are confined a portion of the year than when they can't go. Yeah. It. Well, in December we're riding. There. Yeah, we're riding. That's nothing changes. And I live in I live in California, so like it's it's it maybe gets cold it rains a few times, but it's the same all year round as riding all year round. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. I love it. But so do I. Yeah, so do I. Braxton Gross, this was an awesome conversation. I'd love to have more with you. Anytime you have something come up in your life that you want to talk about, or uh, ATVs or, or the, your fans need to know about, <laughs> hit me up. We'll get you on the show and talk about it. That sounds This good. is one of my longer shorts today, so uh, I really enjoyed it. You we are... Wise beyond your years as far as where you want to be and what the industry offers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right, brother. Thank All you right so you much. Here. Good luck,
0: tomorrow. Thank you. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center with over 17 years' experience. Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies
2: International. More than 33
1: years in the industry, building racing programs and ATVs around the world.